the happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. You know how we do it. I am Renzi. We're in Midtown at Manhattan. We're at Studio 34. We're picking up the pieces of following Monday Night Football uh, last night. A very strange game in Mexico uh, City um, in which um, the Kansas City Chiefs actually were, like, utterly dominated. <laughs> they were, like, utterly dominated. And, in fact, they were dominated so much like this is like this this is actually a crazy stat about uh, last night in fact about last night's game. The Chargers outgained the Chiefs by 203 yards in the first half. That is the biggest margin um of yardage in the first half for a team that was losing at the half. Joe Ranieri, Miami, Florida. You have to go all the way back to 1981. <laughs> 1981 is the last time that somebody, that a team managed to outgain another team by 200 yards and not be leading. Like somehow they were losing at the half, yet they outgained the Chiefs by 203 yards in the first half. You have to go all the way back to 1981. It's a long time ago. I think yeah, like the, the song, like, uh, whip it, whip it real good. I think like Devo. Devo. Yeah, like Blondie. The tide is high, but I'm moving on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to look it up. What was the number one? What's your guess? Number one song in 1981. Wow. Whip it's probably. Duran uh, Duran, maybe? Oh, wow. All right. Pavona, video killed the radio star. That's a little after, I think. Is that it's a little that early. Mid-80s. Yeah, it might be mid-80s. All right. Billboard. Wow. Billboard chart. 19. It could be Billy Joel or Elton John, too. It could be one of those. Uh... All right. Oh, oh, yeah. When you hear when you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, this list is going to be rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to admit, I've, I've heard a few of these songs in a gentleman establishment over the years. Like, <laughs> the number one song of 1981, Betty Davis' Eyes. Oh, of course it is. She's got Betty Davis' Eyes. All right, we got to hear that when we come back. And we'll welcome Pluto TV to the grid, the sports grid. Yeah, 1981. Yeah, good job, Rivers. Thanks for <laughs> nothing. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. 
To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds, my weight 265, and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Hey, it's 1981. Kim Carnes, holy crap. Philip Rivers had uh, yet to impregnate uh, a woman nine times. <laughs> we can only go back in time. Philip oh. Rivers was born in 81. Are you kidding me? No. Are you serious? No. Dead serious. How ironic. Wow. Like, how, how is this all coming together like this? Damn. Betty Davis eyes. December 8th, 1981. That's insane. Like, short of you telling me that his birthday is like today in 1981, I don't like, I still can't get over the fact that the Atlanta Braves lost game seven two years, eight months, and three days after they blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. Like, universe is funny like like that. How does that work out, Joe? Like, you can't, like, that is not a coincidence. Like, Mm -hmm. how can that be that random that the numbers, like, it's sort of like a lottery. It'd be like, yeah, you know, pretty crazy. It was 26, 7, and 3, like pretty close. But no, no. Somehow the Atlanta Braves play game seven, uh, and they, they, they get blown out in epic fashion in a city that's known for choking in epic fashion. Yep. A 28-3 score, and that happens two years, eight months, three, three, three days. Uh, some some weird stuff. I can't believe that Philip Rivers is born in 1981. 
Yeah, December 8th, no less. If we looked up who was born in December, it's probably some craziness, too, man. It's just absolutely crazy. The numbers all lining up, universe lining up, and, oh, yeah, there's got to be the number four somewhere in there for the amount of interceptions he threw in as well. You share a – when's your birthday, Joe? What's the date of your birthday? December 16th. Oh, really? December 16th. All right, all right. So off the top of your head, you know – like who's who's like a famous? Uh, you should know. Everyone knows sort of like uh, famous people's birthday on your uh, uh, on your birthday. Do you have someone that's like, oh yeah, yeah, this guy's uh, shares my birthday. I, you know, I knew a stripper that had the same birthday, but she might have just been telling me that. Well, Crystal. So that, uh, yeah, no, she doesn't yeah. count, Joe. Cinnamon was She's very not famous. famous for a month. She might have been famous with the boys down at the warehouse. Not not uh, that yeah. famous. No. no. no, no. <laughs> No, I. You know, that's a good question. I don't think I. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen. I'm looking now. Look, man, I've never heard of any of these people. You go. It's all like. Uh, oh, Luke Harper. I've heard of him. WWE wrestler. <laughs> oh, Beethoven. There you go. Oh, Beethoven. Yes, Bay Ludwig van Beethoven. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Yep. Yes, yeah, that's not bad to be saying. Oh yeah, yeah, there is Beethoven. See, like, I've never heard, like, famous birthdays. Like, Ethan Dolan. Ooh, I, yeah, I'm looking now. Like, Ethan yeah, Dolan. Got, uh, like, that's not famous. YouTube star. YouTube star. Grayson Dolan. Another YouTube star. Are these, star. like, are they, like, offspring of the Knicks or something like that? Like, they're, they're 18-year-old uh, content creators. Oh, oh boy. They're real oh, famous. Yeah. Dakota Loftus. 14 years. Yep. Who the hell is Dakota? Same thing? Uh, TV actor. No idea in what. Uh, there's got to be more famous people than a bunch of dumbass kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like, for me. A wrestler. Luke Harper was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's Kristen Ritter, actually. She was on Breaking Bad. Yes. yes. She was the chick that um, that uh, Walter White watched die because <laughs> she was distracting yes. Jesse. <laughs> yep. That's a good one, too. That's, that's true. That's good. <laughs> It was good later in the uh, later like in the in the series when they're going Ooh, rapper it. snot twenty one. Yeah, I there saw that. Go. I never heard of him. No, no me neither. <laughs> oh, how about this, Jayoti? Uh, all right, Joe, you've got we got to get to. I'm gonna send you the link to this. Oh, Benjamin Bratt. There you go. Benjamin Bratt. For me, yeah, I share a birthday with uh, like the only person I can think of is Antonio Banderas. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me. And Antonio Banderas. There's actually someone else. I think there's a few other. There might be a few others. But yeah, that's, that's pretty freaky. So, all right. So listen, last night I was on the Chiefs last night. Mm-hmm. That's good. I had the Chiefs in the Circa contest as well. We went four and one. We're gonna have to get hot down the stretch, but we still have a puncher's chance. So that was good. I went pretty heavy on the over of last night's football game and. Mm. You know, if the Chargers would have scored late, I had a I had the total at 50 and a half. I played an alternate total. So 24-24 uh, would have got me there. Although, I st- I'm sort of thinking the Chargers might have went for two if they would have scored. But let's be real. That game should have, could have went over. And if ends and butts were candies and nuts, I get it. Yet, Phillip Rivers... Like, Philip Rivers, you, he might be the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. Like, is the, who's the worst quarterback than Philip Rivers right now in the NFL? Eight. Uh, what has he got? Seven and two. All right, Sean. Then, right? Sean, who do you say? Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston? No. 
Yeah, he's worse no. than Rivers. He's no. worse than Rivers. I would rather have Jameis Winston. Like, Winston might throw a pick, but at least he consistently just throw the ball. I get it. I'm not saying I like Winston, but who would you rather have, Joe? Like, in a spot. Like, one game right now, Rivers or Winston, as crazy as it sounds, I'll take my chance with Winston. Yeah, I will. Okay, exactly. He's more athletic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, he can run. But exactly. He gives me another dimension that, that Rivers doesn't. And not that I want Winston. That's a good answer, yeah. though. It's a good answer. Yeah. Like, all right, well, Ryan Finley's probably the worst quarterback in the league. Yet, yes. it's not fair. Yeah, it's like Danny, uh, Danny, Danny Jones, Danny Dimes, Daniel yeah. Jones. He's a lot like Rivers. He'll throw a touchdown and he'll he'll fumble it. He'll throw a touchdown and he'll throw an interception. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. like they're yep. the same. But at least he has an excuse. He's a rookie. Number right. one, he's a rookie. Number two, he doesn't have Keenan Allen. You know what I mean? He doesn't have Melvin Gordon. He's got Saquon Barkley, but he's got a, a terrible offensive line. Like the Giants are worse than the Chargers are. Right, but they're similar. I'll give you that. Like, I think that Philip Rivers and like Jones might be a future Philip Rivers. Yep. That might be who he is. He might be one of these guys that's like, oh, look at that nice throw. He's got a better arm than Rivers. Like his, he's like his passes are nicer. You know, it's funny. You can get away, Joe. Like with the, you can get away with the awkward, awkward um, throws, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all know Rivers is his push and the old, you know, it looks like a shot put. Or he's throwing a javelin type thing. And when he came into the league, some scouts and coaches didn't like it. They were like, yeah, he's, you know, I don't like the way he throws the ball. We don't like the rotation on the ball. Yet, as a younger man, he could make it work. Now, Joe, let's just be real, like, I think Brett Favre, like, Brett Favre shows better arm strength in a Wranglers commercial than Rivers does, like, on an NFL field. Yeah. Like, I honestly think Brett Favre could throw a ball with better velocity. This is a problem. There's no freaking velocity, bro, on his passes. No. Joe, the Kansas City Chiefs secondary is not that good. <laughs> All right? No. These guys nope. were catching his footballs, Joe, like kids playing pop-up 500. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was literally like, no, no, I got it. Like, there were a couple of times where, like, the Chiefs looked at each other and was like, you take it. It was like, no, no, it's cool. And they had time to, like, sort of walk over. Yeah, I got it. It was like playing, like, with your buddies in a park. And not to mention, how many other picks could there have been? For the love of God, Honey Badger of all people drops one that fell into yeah. his arms. Yeah. There was one that was called back. There was, like, a, a one that should have been a fall. Like, dude. There might have been like seven interceptions last night. Nope. Yeah, that could have been. And it seemed like, too, he just – and granted, the offensive line is great, but some of those passes were hitting guys in the in the ass, like in the back of the helmet. Like, what in the world? Like, what you throw the ball over them. Like, what are, you, what are you doing 13 years in the league? You look like you've never played the game before. It's amazing to me. Yeah, Two weeks in a row now. He's rattled. Yeah, yeah I get time. this, actually. He's the first Charger quarterback, as long as we're going back in time here. He's the first Charger quarterback to throw three or more interceptions uh, in two consecutive games. Wow, that's not good. Since 1999. 1999. Who was it? It was somebody that I don't remember ever being a Charger, I'll be honest. I remember the player very well, but 
You would have asked me if he was a Charger. I would have said, nah, he was a Lion and a Viking. Eric Kramer. Oh, God. Wow. Quarterback Eric Kramer. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. NHL fans, who wants to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? If it's you, then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. You can get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS. You can get line combinations plus build stacks for tournaments only in the DailyRoto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. And now if you're playing daily fantasy hockey without utilizing DailyRoto, you're doing it wrong. So enter the promo code ACTION. Get yourself a 10% discount. That promo code ACTION 
gets you a 10% discount. And keep in mind that DailyRoto.com, it is where millionaires are made. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Joe and Eric. I am uh, Gabriel Moranzi. We want to welcome uh, viewers that are watching us on Pluto uh, TV. Uh, Pluto TV. Uh, over uh, 20 million. Uh, 20 million um, subscribers. Um, you know, great, uh, great network, man. You've got uh, Pluto TVs available on all mobile and uh, web-connected TV streaming devices. Millions of viewers tune in each month to watch premium news, TV shows, movies, sports, lifestyle, trending digital uh, series. So we welcome uh, another great platform to our platform, Pluto TV. These streaming uh, services are great, and uh, Pluto is uh, one of the top uh, streaming services in America. So we welcome uh, Pluto TV uh, to the fold. So uh, Monday Night Football last night, we fell short. Uh, Phillip Rivers. And, you know, if you look, Phillip Rivers came into the league in the same draft as uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger and as Eli Manning. Mm. And we see Eli Manning is, you know, he's at the end of the line right now. Right? Like, you know, it's not quite. We'll see what happens with Eli next year. I don't think Eli wants to go out like this. I think Eli wants to still play some football. And, listen, there's worse quarterbacks in the NFL that are throwing passes. Right? He, You know, so I'm not saying Eli Manning's career is over, over. But as far as Eli Manning being a good quarterback and having an in, impact in the NFL, his career is over. Right. Big Ben Roethlisberger. Mason Rudolph isn't good enough to take his job, right? So that, that's one thing. It's not like you got Lamar Jackson there. You know what I mean? It's not Lamar and Joe Flacco where it's like, yeah, Joe, we like you, buddy, but you got to go. Right? right. It's not. And Roethlisberger has two more years left on a contract as well. He's not going anywhere. He's not retiring. He, he's going to cash that $60 million or $50 million, whatever the hell it is. Yep, don't and blame him. they're going to be on the cap for it, so... And I think they they know. So Roethlisberger's not done yet. He's like he's 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 the best one of them all. He he had the best career. He's still the best now, right? Like he's not what he was, Roethlisberger, but he's still efficient. Um, and then you get Philip Rivers, who is just mediocre. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, he can't play ever again, and bench him now, and all this stuff. Well, whatever. Your backup's Tyrod Taylor. You know, it's, nothing's going to change with Tyrod Taylor as your quarterback. The thing with me, Joe, about the Chargers is over the years, Phil Rivers has never been accountable. Mm. And I brought this up, like, when they fired Wisenhunt. People are like, oh, it's great. They fired Wisenhunt. I'm like, guys, how many OCs have they had over the years with Rivers? How many head coaches have they had? How many running backs, Hall of Famers, LaDainian, now you got Gordon, wide receivers, and tight ends, and what's the common theme between the Chargers, like, over the years? There's one, yeah. number 17, Phillip Rivers. Yep. Like, you know, and then last, so is it the new coordinator's fault? Was that Wizenut's fault last night? Or is, yeah. it, is it the new coordinator's fault now? Yep. Like, whose fault is it? Let's just be real. And the thing is... Rivers, like, always after every play, you know, yelling at his teammates, yelling at the ref. He'll complete one pass, talk smack to the other team. It's old. Your act mm. is old, bro. It was a nice run. You're a nice guy. But, you know, you're like a fighter. 
that's getting punched in the face repeatedly right now. And you still think you have it. And I tweeted this last night, Joe. I'm not saying that Phillip Rivers shouldn't be the quarterback of the Chargers next year. But what I'm saying is it would be negligent not to draft a quarterback now. And this is where I'm going with this. They Mm -hmm. never pushed him. They've never, he's never been like, you know what? Man, if I give away another game just blatantly, they actually might go to the kid, Mm -hmm. you know, that they drafted in the first round. I've got to be better to sort of, you know, keep this job for another two, three years if I really want it. Like, he's never had that. Everyone else on that team and every position is held account to accountability except mm. the quarterback for some reason, Joe. It's amazing, right? As many years as he's gone away, and I think it's because he was in Southern Cal all that time because that crap would have never lasted in, in the, the Giants or anybody on the some of the more high-profile teams. That would He'd have never had a 13-year career, I don't think. And he doesn't even live in Los Angeles. No. I know that San Diego isn't all that far, and it's it's like whatever. I mean, look, J.J. Raddick lived in Brooklyn when he played for the Philadelphia 76ers. But, you know, it was him saying, I don't want my kids growing up in Los Angeles. It's a right. cesspool. And and they wonder why they don't have any fans. You know, I, mean, it's not, I don't hear Jared Goff talking about how he hates L.A. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. Better like, off not hearing him talk. Yeah, like just everything about Rivers that he gets away with. It's just like, like really? You criticize the city. doesn't even freaking live there. And he calls out the fans. Oh, they don't come out. You don't even live there, bro. Nope. It's always bothered me that. Just that, you know, it's, it's like, dude, rent the damn condo, okay? Like rent the condo, drive back to San Diego every night. Like secretly. Not secretly, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it won't kill you to sleep a couple of nights in L.A. an hour away, 45 minutes away from your nine kids. Yeah. Like they're right down the road, bro. You know? Yep. Yep. So he's, got his, he's got his RV. Oh, I'm studying. It's, it's a distraction. Like how many hours yep. a day are you spending on that? Traffic in L.A. is a bitch. You're spending a good four hours a day on the highway now because, you know, whatever. It's just, I don't know, man. You, you add it all up, and it's coming to an end. They're going to need to draft a quarterback. And that Big doesn't time. mean that that quarterback needs to play in week one next year, but at least it'll push Phillip Rivers a bit. This team's a mess, though, dude. They got this issue. They have no fans. Um, they're in a city that doesn't want them. They're moving. So you're going to move into a stadium? Like, it's not your stadium. It's the Rams stadium. And another thing is, you're going to be utterly embarrassed. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not the stadium. Like, it's a good thing, Joe, they're playing a 30,000-seater right now. Otherwise, it would, it would like, it would look bad. It would be empty. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have fans. People from San Diego turned their back on them and said, screw them. And people in L.A. grew up disliking the Chargers. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just the way it is. You know? like, think about it. <laughs> The, the, the city of L.A. had two NFL teams. I used to live there. They had two NFL teams. They lost them both. People did not care, mm-hmm. right? They didn't want two teams back. They barely cared if the Rams came back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it wasn't like L.A. was like, oh, we're demanding a NFL football. L.A. is a Laker town. Mm-hmm. It's a Laker town and a Dodger town. It's, you know, like, it's one of the, like, out out west guys on the west coast, if you're an east coast or midwest or what have you, 
it's a rarity. Football is not king on the West Coast. It's popular, and the Rams are popular. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is, the Rams played in Orange County. Mm. They didn't even play in L.A. They played, like, right next to Disneyland. (laughs) No, like, seriously, like, completely different world, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like an ultra-rich suburb compared to Watts. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, a little, a little different. It's not the same yeah. crowd. Like, you nope, know what I mean? nope, nope, different fans. It, yeah, it's not, it's not the same crowd. But yeah, like out west, they like the USC Trojans, yeah, ninety-four thousand yeah. people a game. They love the Lakers. They love the uh, the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, dude, I went there. The, the Raiders were there when I was there. The Raiders and Rams. The Rams played in Orange County, and um, the Rams were popular. But, like, you know, with older people, like, you know, John Wayne International Airport's out there, Joe. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Very conservative, you know, like very, you know, it was was sort of upper-scale conservative crowd. You know, not wild. Like, the Raiders played in downtown, and the thing is, in those days, it was like the gang era still. I know there's still gangs, but like full-out gangs type stuff. You know, late 80s, early 90s, you know, like the movie Colors and like, you know, it was real. And quite frankly, the average person didn't want to go to the stadium. Like Mm -hmm. they couldn't have night games. They wouldn't they wouldn't have night games. They didn't. Like that was why the Raiders didn't have a night game Monday Night Football for like ever. I was actually at a game. I was there for like the low points of. um. They put a, um, they nearly killed the guy, mm. uh, a Steeler fan. Steeler fan was mouthing off. They told him, you better chill out, bro. And he didn't. Mm. And it didn't end well. And it was embarrassing. Like, uh, the guy was in, like, a coma and stuff. Like, it, no, like, really bad, Joe. Like, I think, I, I almost want to say he died. But, and then I was, I was, like, six rows behind it at a Charger Raider game in Los Angeles. And it was all gangbangers, man. Yeah. People used to smoke, like, uh, people used to freebase in the end zone. Damn. Like, people were smoking, like, rock back there. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Like, <laughs> it was hardcore, bro, all right? It was hardcore. And it was, like, scary hardcore. And, like, uh, I, I for me, I, I was right in the middle of it all. <laughs> Bo Jackson was, I wasn't was smoking, I wasn't smoking the rock. I was having a good time, but I wasn't smoking the rock. I, I, this, I Even I have my limits, right? But uh, <laughs> some Charger fan was like, he was waving a flag, and I knew oh, like, no. people, everyone told him. Like, people were like, bro, like, and he was with his family. They were like, you can't do this here. Like, it's not, they're not normal, these fans. Right. And lo and behold, they assaulted him in front of his family by like smashing his head on like the stairs. Oh, yeah. And yeah. They, they basically shut it down after. The team left like soon after. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. 
Use as directed. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players We don't just give you advice We play every day all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections, and now the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Uh, shout out to our L.A. crew. We got a ton of uh, people up early this morning. Man, real early. You say, you guys are either in really good shape, you're going for a run, or I have some concerns, and you've been up all night, Joe. Yes, that's <laughs> true. People in L.A. Like, like damn. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You guys are, like, hardcore. People hey, Gabe. Like, I'm like, man, it's 6.40 in the morning there, man. You know what it is, though? And it's true. When I lived in, uh, when I lived in Vegas, I was the same way. I'd be in bed pretty early, and I'd be up really early by Vegas standards. Same thing, like mm. 5.30 in the morning type thing. Like, I was like a real senior out there uh, because the rest of the world is three hours ahead of you. And, right. like, you can't – yeah, what are you going to do? You wake up at 11 in the morning out there, it's, it's 2 in the after, like, the day's done. Right? And plus, you have the games are three hours ahead. But for me, it was like, you know, the East Coast, there's so much business going on and everything – you know, you have to so you know, you have to be up and ready to go. You know, like just because you're on the West Coast, you know, you're three hours behind really uh the rest of the world. Um, so I am Renzi, we're in midtown at Manhattan. We're talking about uh, LA a little bit. I see we got a ton of boys in LA. 
old school viewers and listeners. What's up? Shout out to Wally George. Ski Profit. Uh, Wally's at work. Starts at like 6 a.m., right? Good stuff, Wally. I uh, met a lot of these guys through SBR in, uh, in Costa Rica. And uh, we had a party together in, in Vegas. Uh, Marcelo says that he nearly killed a giant fan. <laughs> yeah, well, what happens? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wally, Wally says the Raiders are still more popular than the Rams are uh, in L.A. And it is true. Uh, the Raiders are like the only franchise somehow that can leave cities every like 10, 15 years, and somehow the people in those cities still cheer for them. Mm. It's bizarre. Like the the Raiders, like you could not have treated Oakland any more poorly if you were the Raiders. Yet they still love them. You know what I mean? They love them. Um, Los Angeles, same thing. Dude, the Raiders haven't played in Los Angeles. Like I said, I lived there when they were there. I used to go. I'm a Bills fan, but I had a soft spot in my heart for the Raiders. Jay Schrader Mm -hmm. was the quarterback. You know who the head coach was when I was there? Mike Shanahan. Wow. People don't think of Mike Shanahan as coaching the Raiders. That's how he, Arshall, followed Mike Shanahan. Yep, yep. And, um... Yeah, Mike Shanahan was, still crazy his ass. was yeah. the coach, and they fired him after like one or two years. I think it was one year even. He became the coach of the Broncos. That worked out well for the Raiders. <laughs> Al, Al was great, man. Yeah, yeah you know what it was, it. actually? And, you know, oh, God man. bless Al. It's true. Yep. Howie Long and the Raider players, but specifically, I guess, Howie Long, the Raider players used to sit on their helmets during mm-hmm. practice. They'd put the helmet down, they'd sit down, and they'd sit on top of the helmet. And I guess Shanahan was like, what the hell are you guys doing? He's like, that's disrespectful to the helmet. It's the, it's lazy. Like, well, you guys can't sit on your helmet. And he flipped out during a practice. And um, Al Davis basically told him, we sit on helmets here. <laughs> and he's like, I spoke to Howie Long, and I understand you yelled at him about sitting on a helmet. And he didn't take the coach's side. We'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. He said, "Don't bring your like your garbage like military crap here. This is the Raiders. We don't, you know, we're not, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we don't go by your little stuff. Like he was the worst fit, and that's why they they hired our child. They're like, no, 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 we're hiring a Raider. Yep, I believe first black coach, right at the time too. Right. Well, you know what, Al Davis, you know, say what you will about Al, but he also had one of the first black quarterbacks, Vince Evans." Mm-hmm. Vince Evans, backup quarterback, but um, one of the few, uh, one of the first black quarterbacks uh, in the NFL at the time, uh, actually. Vince Evans uh, with the Raiders. He was a trailblazer in every, every ass. He didn't give a crap Vince what Evans. you thought of him. No, uh, Al Davis. He didn't care. He was going to do things his way, and the more that it, that it was outside of the norm of society, the better it was for him. Yeah, you know what? But let's not... I like Al Davis as well, but let's not turn him into a martyr in a sense. Like, he was pretty mean-spirited as well. Oh, well, of course. Like, he wasn't the nicest guy to everybody. No, you know what no, I mean? No. But, but he was also willing to take chances. But if you were a Raider, were. if you were in with him, you were in for life. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you notice, guys, not a lot of other franchises where the, the other players, like the ex-players, they're there forever. Like the Cowboys, the Raiders sort of were. 
Old school, yeah. You know, but as he got older, you know, he got into a Marcus Allen. That was, you know, that was a disappointing, you know, turn of events. Especially Allen was so damn good, you know, for him, right? Oh, yeah. And so he got into a Marcus Allen pretty good. Like, I think Marcus Allen hated him. I met Al Davis. Well, I met him. Yeah, he was right in front of me, basically. I think it was the same day I met Hunter, the uh, the actor Hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fred Dwyer. <laughs> well, yeah, Al Davis. Well, that was around I... the time they brought in Bo, right? And Marcus Allen did. That was at the tail end yeah, of Marcus saw, Allen's career. I saw Bo Jackson, like, a bunch of times. Right. I was, um, I was not there, though. I was going to go, and I didn't go to the game because I think the Bills were playing at 4 o'clock. I don't know, man. Because I went, like, I went to, I remember that year, the Raiders, they made the playoffs with Bo Jackson because uh, they were kind of bad before, but they made the playoffs with Bo. And I went to, like, four or five of the eight games type of thing. I went quite routinely, but not to every game, but I went, like, pretty much. I went to, like, four or five games. But I remember I didn't go to the playoff game because I think the Bills were playing as well. Um, but I remember, like, it was yesterday, Bo, Bo getting hurt. And that was it. That was the end of Bo Jackson's career. It was against the Cincinnati Bengals. And it was crazy. Like, the Bo Jackson, like, it was just a routine tackle. He went down. On a big run, like he took off down the sideline, buddy on the Bengals caught up to him, tackled him from behind, sort of textbook, they went down, and Bo, when they landed, Bo Jackson told him, my career's over. Yeah, Pretty crazy. Right then and there, Mm -hmm. he said, man, and like, I guess Bo was nearly crying. The guy in the Bengals was freaked out, because like, he looked at Bo Jackson like a god, you know what I mean? Yep. And he was like, I just, like, ruined Bo. And Bo told him, it ain't you, bro. Mm-hmm. He said, my body. He basically, Bo, right on the spot, he said, God has spoken. He said something like that, too. To, like, the guy in the bagel. guy in the bagel was like, I'm sorry, man. And Bo was like, it's not you. Like, it's... And, yeah, Bo just went down and just heard it. Pop! <laughs> But he was running on a fake hip already, right? <laughs> like, right, he was already a mess. Yeah, yeah like... Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Bo Jackson, you know what a shame, Joe, though? Hall of Famer in neither sport. Yeah, <laughs> what could have been? Yep. Like, if he just would have played one. You know, off the top of my head, off the top of my head, I think Bo Jackson averaged over six yards a carry. Like, I swear to God, I think he averaged, Joe, like 5.9, right. 6.1. I'm going to look it up right now. It sounds right. Which yep. is unheard of, actually, guys. Think about this. In the NFL. In the NFL, like, I want to see it. I want to get it right, but I'm telling you, it's like 5.9, 6.1. It's something ridiculous where you're like, oh, my God. Oh, no. All right. It's not as much as I thought. 5.4. Okay. All right. So, um, all right, here he is. So, oh, he had a year. So, he averaged um, he averaged 6.8 one year, 4.3 another, 5.5, 5.6. Pretty damn good. Yeah, and they weren't any good either those years. <laughs> no, no, like he really carried. He really yeah. carried his team, like big time. You know what's also insane though? I didn't realize this. Bo Jackson never rushed for a thousand yards. I don't think he ever played wow. a full season, did he? It's crazy. Never played more than eleven games. Mm. 
Like, you know, like people said, like it's almost, it's not a shame because the guy had fun and he's epic and all that. But like I said, you know what I mean? Yeah. What did you accomplish in either sport? You know? You were just that good. You were great. But, you know, four years in the NFL, year, a couple of years in baseball. Yet, to put it in perspective, guys, if you're younger, to, to think about it, like, who now, imagine now uh, uh, a player that would come into the NFL and be like Saquon Barkley except better, and then when the season's over, be like, all right, guys, yeah, I'm going to go play with the Kansas City Royals and then yeah. smack 35 home runs <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, like, climb the wall, make these catches. Oh, yeah, like, he was the first one. I mean, we never saw that before, Joe, someone break a bat over their leg. Nope. Like, now nope. you see it a bit, but Canseco did it after, but Bo did it first. Bo Jackson, guys, like, to my recollection, I could be wrong. Maybe someone can correct me. Uh, but to my recollection, Bo Jackson was the first one to snap a bat on his thigh like a toothpick. Mm-hmm. Like, he basically, and people were like, what, what, what did I just want? Oh, my God, what did we just see? Like, he also broke it over his head a few times, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he struck out, bang, the bat right over his leg, snapped in half. He did the over-the-head snap a few times. Uh, Canseco did it, too. Canseco is a big dude. He can snap a bat. But, uh, yeah, Bo was a real piece of work, uh, you know. I think that was his only playoff game, too. I yes. Think that they had finally made it, and he was killing them, too, if I'm not mistaken. When he when he got out, he almost had 100 yards. Yeah, yeah, he, was, he had a couple of big runs already in the game. Yeah. And like I said, the run that he got hurt on was a big run. Was a big one, too, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if they, they win. I no. Don't, they didn't win, right? No. I thought Cincinnati beat them. In fact, yeah, since no, Cincinnati beat them, man. I don't know. I don't know if Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl that year. It was 90, 91, right? Somewhere around there. Yeah, so it wasn't uh, some guys the Bills did. Yeah, the Bills went to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, that would have right. been, that's why you weren't watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I think the Bills are playing at 4 o'clock or some weird, I don't know. Um, yeah, so you're right. I think it would be 90-91. But you got to remember, the Bengals were really good then. Yes. Like, because I remember as a Bills fan, we lost to the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl one year, to Boomer Esiason. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. really, really cold and stuff. But, like, you remember, like, there were a lot of, like, the Bengals were good in those days. Like they were, they were in the AFC Conference Championship game a lot, man. Like growing up as Great a kid, I have like a ton yeah. of memories of, oh, welcome to uh, to Riverfront Stadium in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. the Bengals were no joke uh, over the years. But yeah, so yeah, Bo Bo is a stud. All right, so um, you know Saquon Barkley's great now, but you can't really tell, you know? No. It's funny too, because people say that oh, you can't if you're a bad team, you can't take a running back second overall. I'm almost I'm starting to buy into it, to be honest. Mm. Like, yep. like Saquon Barkley, has he ever made the New York football giants a better team? No. 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 Like whether they have him or not, it's irrelevant. I hate to say it, because the guy is like he's I don't know, like I don't say this loosely, but he's the best running back that I've seen live in, like, 20 years or something. You know what I mean? I mean, you've got – I didn't see Barry Sanders live, but I saw Thurman Thomas, 
seen some good guys, but like I've seen Saquon Barkley live, and you'll actually like say, "Holy!" Like, like he'll do things where you're like, "Oh my god!" You know what I mean? But he doesn't do them enough, and he doesn't have any impact. It's almost like signing a star player to a baseball team. I think, Joe, if you have a stud team and you got a stud offensive line, then you drop a stud running back behind them. Then you're working. Well, then he puts you over the top. Yeah, but if you just have this guy first and your front line sucks, it's pointless. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. All right, fun first hour, good sports talk, a lot of stuff we didn't even get to. Baseball Hall of Fame talk I want to get to. 
Larry Walker, this is a crime. Larry Walker doesn't get in. They're screwing this guy around. But uh, we'll get to that. I just typed something a little controversial, I guess, to some, but not to smart people. I stand by this. I feel Herschel Walker better than Bo Jackson. Better athlete. Like, Bo Jackson was voted, I believe, number one. Was it um, ESPN? Athlete of the century? Bo Jackson was? Yes. So there was Muhammad Ali. I'm pretty sure Bo won. I think, yeah, 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 let's look it up. I'm pretty sure Bo won and pissed people off Muhammad in. Yeah, but Muhammad Ali was only a boxer. Damn good one, though. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, lacrosse, great lacrosse player. Jackie Robinson. Jim Thorpe. Yeah, Jim Thorpe. Jackie Robinson, right up there. Great football player. Oh, dude, track and field, uh, football. Jack, you ever seen Jack? There was a video. This video. I would play Jack Robinson play football. By Brooks. Sports by Brooks. Yeah, I watched yeah, it's it. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's just it's yeah, like <laughs> he's running around everyone like you know there's certain there's certain like athletes that def- define the generation. But listen, Bo Jackson's great. You know what I mean? Baseball, football, I get it. But Herschel Walker, who is a better uh, who's a better college uh, running back? Herschel Walker. They actually faced each other, I think, once, if I remember correctly. Georgia played Auburn. I think uh, Jackson Bo was a freshman. He didn't do much on it. I think that was when Georgia so was So they were actually dominated. on the same field in the same stadium once together. That's crazy. No, <laughs> yeah, they actually played one you know, time. The one yeah, Auburn lost. We'll do I think Georgia won, but he was thing. only a freshman, Joe, Bo. But I think two of the best think SEC running backs of all time. Is that, I don't think I'm, that's a stretch. that other Tebow? teams Baseball. may or may not be okay. doing it. Let's settle down, Sean <laughs> Manfred. Yeah, really. Even though Christ. he hadn't really put his foot down. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Walsh dropped two issue, like the greatest college quarterback ever the other in day. In relation to like Although he did cry like uh, Bo oh, did. Stop. There. Yeah, 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 Pat White, that's my man. Former Montreal Alouette there. Uh, the Astros are caught red Brian, Pat White. it seems. Come on, man. Best, come on, Brian. The best West Virginia quarterback. There's two of them. He's saying, yeah. There's two of them. It wasn't a crazy technological setup they had cameras they were banging on trash cans but not everybody used it i think they'll def- their defense will be somewhere in between well everybody else is doing it and we didn't even really use it that much that's probably going to be their defenses but they're caught red-handed it's uh i find it interesting that over the last month or so guys since the season ended uh, guys like Nolan Ryan, no longer a part of the associate of the uh, of the club. His son, who was in the front office, no longer there. The assistant general manager. No, there is going to be a fall guy somewhere here. That is, they are going to pawn this off on. If it gets to that point, they'll uh, they'll go ahead and uh, be like, wasn't us, man. It was the previous regime. Uh, because it's setting up like that, too. But I don't know that Major League Baseball will admit failure here. I don't know that they'll admit something was actually going on. I don't know how it behooves them at all. Um, you think Jeff Lunau could see, like, a um, a Sean Payton or, or Mickey Loomis-type suspension where Jeff Lunau's got to be on the sidelines for a year? He can't be in touch with the organization? Is that is that, like, the max penalty you could see? Uh, well, unless you have the tapes themselves, how the hell are you going to prove this? Might be he said, he said, he said kind of thing. Yeah, right, we'll come back. They talk. had the tapes with their Patriots. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just chuck them so nobody can really find out what happened. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DBS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Join the family at Model Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, New MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go Listen to Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Thanks for joining us on the morning after Zumo Channel 719 on STIR, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, uh, Fantasy Sports Radio app. So thanks for tuning in radio. So thanks for joining us on all of those. And be sure to follow us, not just on Twitter, but on Instagram and YouTube, Sports Grid TV. Uh, you find all the clips from today's show and, and shows from uh, all through the week uh, to get you caught up on all the latest wagering nuggets and, and fantasy nuggets, anything else you might need to be successful uh, at uh, what it is that you're playing. So, all right, a couple different directions to go, but let's go. Uh, in the NBA, let's go with uh, my team first because I'm selfish uh, host and I'm starting to get worried that a team that I thought was starting to build in the right direction wants to fire their coach already. David Fisdale, obviously, we know is on the hot seat. Two and nine Knicks looked even worse last night, Joe. Kobe White hits seven threes in the fourth quarter. They get run off the floor at the end of the game. 
by the Chicago Bulls, who are not a great team on their own. I do not understand. What, what were the expectations? Because, you know, you and I both talked about, you know, preseason maybe being over that 25-win total there. Yeah, like barely but, I thought they'd get there. Right. But what were the – I mean, am I missing something when it came to the expectations with the Nick? Were they expecting a 35-win team this year? Like, I don't – I, I totally don't know agree. what the expectations were. This is the at the heart of the whole thing. That's why it's such a mess. Mm. The owner – and the executives and the coach are obviously not on the same page. The nope. only thing that they should be focused on this year is making sure R.J. Barrett and Kevin Knox and Robinson become as good of players as possible. North mm-hmm. Alonso, Trier in there, that's fine too. But those guys need to be as good as possible by the end of the year. Doesn't mean they have to all make the All-Star game. Doesn't mean that they're going to make top three NBA teams, all NBA teams. Mm-hmm. They need to be as good as possible, whether they win 21 games or 31 games or 26 games. But the thought process that they should be working towards a playoff spot, even in the East, which I know it's easier, and then they need to be winning 35, 40 games, is insane. And it, it, it tells you everything you need to know. They're not on the same page, which is why it can't work. It can't work. I, I'm always amazed with the leaks that come out of dysfunctional organizations, like things right. that we know, like the idea that they are making an effort to hire Masai Ujiri from Toronto, like like Fisdale's going to be fired. Like, how does that stuff make headlines, Mike, if it ain't coming from within? The, so, so who's leaking that is my point, and who benefits by it us comes knowing from one these spot. types of things? It comes from yeah. one yeah. spot. Look, amazing. I'm not going to... There's no point in doing the Dolan bashing thing anymore because everybody knows what's up. But it was just over the summer, he tried to do a piece with Ian O'Connor from ESPN. Mm -hmm. Intended to be like, all right, I'm going to open up, uh, you know, put all my cards out on the table and everybody will see I'm not such a bad guy. And honestly, that interview didn't go well. Because I came out of it thinking like, yeah, he's sort of who I thought it was. I'm glad he's raising a lot of money for charity. Uh, and he may have made some great business decisions, but for whatever reason, on the Knicks side, it doesn't work. The Rangers, have I've said this many times, have not been an abject disaster. The problem with the Knicks isn't that he doesn't want to spend money. He spends plenty of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it isn't that people don't want to go see the Knicks. They obviously do. They sell out all the time. It's right. that they he is not on the same page with the executives who are not on the same page with the coach or vice versa or however you want to intertwine it. It just doesn't work. What has to happen, and I honestly can make a parallel to the New York Giants right now, who have a very well-known uh, ownership group, obviously with the Maras and the Tishes. He needs somebody to come in, and I think the thought process is that Phil Jackson would do this for him, but Phil Jackson didn't really want the job, which was at the heart of all the things that went wrong while he was in charge. He needs somebody to come in for him to sit on the sidelines, don't bother this person at all. It could be Masai Ujiri, which I, I think is just, it's just blowing smoke. But it could be mm. somebody like that. It could have been David Griffin, that he comes in and has full control, full control to make all the decisions. Jed York from the Niners saw this, that he couldn't get it right. He couldn't get the decisions right. And I think, ironically, both teams in New York are at this point now on the football side where Chris Johnson, maybe he leaves it up to Joe Douglas to be this guy, but he has to say, you know what, I, I just don't really know how to hire the right people. So yeah. I'm going to sit on the sidelines and let them control it and be a supportive owner. If 
Bob Kraft is the most supportive owner. He has no say in football, almost at all, mm. Antonio Brown things aside. And the Giants are, are getting to this point, too, where John Mara was apparently fuming over the loss on Sunday to the Jets. And I think the Giants are actually getting to a point, which is probably a little bit of egg on their face because they're a football family, getting to the point where he has to step back and let somebody else come in, clean house completely, right. keep the quarterback and the running back, maybe those couple of draft picks from this year defensively, and then everybody else can go find work somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's you got two things at work here. You've got a you got Mills, the president, is leaking or somebody is leaking his on unha- you know trying to make Fisdale the scapegoat. But then you've got somebody leaking that Mills ain't even safe if Ujiri is if you know if Masai Ujiri is on the he radar. Be, that means that means you're out. So like yeah, right. how yeah, many the politics yourself, in that office? Yeah. Exactly. Like somebody's leaking all this information. It's beyond and it's multiple sources. It can't be. It's not one guy like Mills isn't going to tell everyone that. Yeah, we're trying to find my replacement. I, 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 can't, I, I can't I can't agree. It's it's exasperating to talk about because I, who knows? They're probably all looking out for their own behinds because maybe they've all been threatened. So I'm they're thinking, trying to point yeah. fingers. Uh, at the other guy, I, I still think it's not the right way to go about it, but mm-hmm. I, I just can't believe that there was an expectation that this would be a playoff team or, or something even close to it. You and I talked about that number, which is around 27, and I was like, yeah, I think they can get there. I, they won right. 17 games last year. I think R.J. Barrett could account for another 10 wins, but now with Give all this some stuff, time. Yep. now with all this stuff going on, they have no chance. They should just Zero. lose the most games. They should just lose the yep. most games again. Because it's the only way they can build the team now anyway. No free agents will come here. We just saw this. Mm-hmm. None of them. Mm-hmm. None of the good yep. ones. All due yep. respect to Julius Randle and everybody else, Marcus Morris, none of the none of the ones that are going to put you over the top or make you a much better team want to come here. They went to Brooklyn. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's makes it. On no this. sense. Uh, makes no sense. And what are you, what are you leaving Fisdale at? You've given the guy crap to work with. And what do you, like, what do you want him to do here? He'll go somewhere not else. Not his and fault. Make them a the free team. agents didn't want to come in there. He'll go like, somewhere it's else. Not his make fault. Them better team. Yep. Right. Absolutely. He'll just end up doing that. So, which is frustrating because he's a guy that yep. I like and and players like. Now, mm-hmm. some people are speculating, and I I would imagine I know where the speculation is driven from that he promised that he was tight with guys and he could get them to come in here and play in New York. Well, that didn't happen. And if you want to put it on the coach, you're crazy because it's not his job. Right. It can be exactly. an, uh, it can be an ancillary part of his job, but that's not really his job. If no. you want the coach to be a full-time recruiter, then you got issues. You've got issues. Yeah. That should be your organization doing it. But then make him the GM. I mean, that's right. it. Right. Why well, have somebody look over him? Uh, so that's it. That's my soapbox on the Knicks. I could probably go on longer, but we should give Trey Young a lot of credit. Twitter was on yes. NBA Twitter was on fire last night with how good Trey Young was. Uh, I caught bits and pieces of that performance. Uh, Hawks uh, only four and four and six right now, but he drops 42, eight of 13 from three and 11 assists. Mm-hmm. So Trey Young really, after those first couple of two and a half rough months last season, over the course mm-hmm. of the last calendar year. Trey Young has really stepped it up as a, an NBA star. He showed flashes of it at the end of last year, guys. And, you know, this was going to be a year we thought we would see some progression 
uh, in him where he'd really start to be the leader of this team and guys would rally around him. At least that's what they hoped, but I don't think anybody thought the first month of the season is what we'd be seeing. The difference between him on the court and off the court, and we had a chance to see that with his injury uh, when he was here in Miami, he missed a couple. Of, it's it's night and day. I mean, he is the heart and soul of the Atlanta Hawks right now. And more nights like last night, 42, 42 points, 8 of 11, like those are very possible each and every night he's on the court right now. Yeah. Uh, last, last thing on the NBA, because we're going to talk about an interesting uh, story that Joe and I both read recently related to high school sports. LeBron giving Anthony Davis credit for playing hurt. Oh, uh, hilarious. I... <laughs> I, I, it's a, just not a good sign. I don't nope. want him to be hurt already. You yeah. know what I mean? Then the load management's Ooh. really going to kick in. My shoulder. Ooh. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, patting each other on the back. Oh, they're 8-2. Mm-hmm. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you 
all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 That's 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. The most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. You can save 10% now on winning NBA DFS advice using the promo code DUNK. That's dailyroto.com forward slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com forward slash dunk. Get your 10% off now. And remember that DailyRoto.com, it's where millionaires are made. So taking a little bit of a departure into uh, normal coverage, we obviously focus on pro sports and uh, everything else and the the lines and and everything else that you need associated with it. We talked college and with Jerry Palm earlier, but I came across this story, which is really fascinating. Um, Mm. And Joe and I both read it yesterday. And so I'm not, I was not intimately familiar with it before yesterday. Steve Politi of NJ.com wrote an article about a lawsuit that's occurring in Somerset County, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, civil docket number L 00629 15. It's been going on for years. And I'll read it just how Steve Politi set it up because he did a really nice job of painting the picture. Um, the defendant's name is John Suk, high mm-hmm. school baseball coach and teacher. Uh, and the the attacks intensify when Suk takes the witness stand to defend himself on a split-second decision he made seven years earlier. He's accused of taking a reckless course of action that showed a callous disregard for another person's safety. He sounds like an awful person. Mm. And you remember what Suk did to end up here. He instructed a player. He was coaching during a junior varsity baseball game to slide. Not into an active mm. volcano, not into a shark tank, into third base. So what happened is he instructed a player during a relatively comfortable lead in a game, 6 nothing game, a freshman baseball player that had hit a double over the outfielder's head. He's running into third mm-hmm. base. The coach tells him to slide. And unfortunately, what happens to the kid is he suffers severe injuries as a result of the slide. A major ankle injury, which led to multiple surgeries over the course of the next few years. It ended his athletic career. There was actually a point at which amputation was discussed. It just, Mm. unfortunately, you felt for the kid greatly, but it resulted in a lawsuit uh, that really put into question at one point what is the coach's responsibility during the game and how much will they be held accountable for things that happen during the course of a baseball contest, softball contest, whatever it might be. So it it really, people were thinking it could be a benchmark case in high school athletics and youth sports across the country. Drove me crazy. Uh, as I was reading it, I was getting more and more aggravated, Mike, as I was uh, reading this story that 
this coach even had to go through this. And by the way, just to put it in perspective, it was going to be a bang-bang play. So it wasn't like he was telling the kid to slide and the ball was still in the outfield. Like he was, you know, he was doing the whole, like you've seen a million third base coach do, you know, in uh, in your lifetime where, you know, get down and telling him which side to go. It just was an unfortunate accident made even worse by the fact that it had to be dragged in through the court system where somehow eight people on a jury are supposed to convict a guy of being reckless by telling a junior high school, a, uh, a junior varsity player to slide into third base on a bang, bang play. It's beyond infuriating. I feel terrible for what happened to the kid, but it's beyond infuriating that this is the point we are at here in society. So that, so that you hit on the most important point, it, it ends up being a no-win situation, right? This poor kid, Jake uh, yep. Messar, sorry if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, um, he's a 15-year-old freshman on a junior varsity team. He was expected to be a potential standout baseball player, uh, mm-hmm. but it was like his first or second game ever playing. Um, and April 4th, 2012 is when it happened. He's now a senior mm-hmm. or junior or senior at Rutgers. Um, he had to go through this awful litany of surgeries, obviously faced with amputation at one point. Um, he still, I believe, has to wear a brace on his ankles, and he's got major scars and, and everything else. It's It ended up being a debilitating injury. But mm-hmm. the defense really went after this coach, who yeah. at the time was 23 years old. He's now 30. He's had this hanging over him his whole life. He was never going to be in a position where he had to owe a dime, but this was a seven-figure lawsuit potentially going to be levied on the school system because he wasn't properly trained or he wasn't he wasn't right. uh, he wasn't properly trained on uh, he didn't properly train the kids how to slide. He's using his judgment through his years as a baseball player to decide when to tell the kid to slide. Now, jury went back and forth hung jury uh it ends up finding it in his favor i think there'll be some i think this was an appeal so i don't know if there's any more recourse for the family but Mm -hmm. the father of the kid was really still angry about it he felt his Mm -hmm. son's life was ruined and that nobody was held accountable for it and as a dad i actually understand that i'm sympathetic to that however I just don't think there's any blame in this case. Mm. Um, sometimes accidents can go without any real explanation, right? Right. It doesn't mean that you have to get your pound of flesh from the coach, from the school system, monetarily, everything else. Um, if they incurred massive medical bills, I would imagine that there's insurance related to him being in school, being on uh you know, being on some sort of school activity that would have helped to cover that. Um, I, I don't know what to say. The kid's athletic career was ruined, but mm-hmm. I can't I can't know that he's the next Mike Trout, for example. Yeah. But you know what? It's like you said, unfortunately, it's not always his fault, her fault, it's fault, that's fault. And I understand the dad's perspective. He wants somebody to pay. I mean, he's had to, obviously, he's had to deal with the suffering that his uh, that his child has had to deal with ever since. But, you know, that's just not blaming the coach. And I think the coach was just a way to get through the administration, That's which is even worse 
because I, you know, no way could you possibly think that this coach coaching a baseball game, 23, telling a kid to slide as he's trying to stretch out a double. There's just, you're, you're, it's not about the coach. You want the school, you want the bigger, but you're going through this guy. You know, you're ruining this guy for seven years as well in order to be able to get your pound of flesh. That's an even worse message than what happened originally here, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I I, I think that's really where I, and I'm not trying to come down hard on anybody on this. I no, just think that it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. I mean, I, I think that's in fact, that's even mentioned in the article. That's really mm. what it comes down to. And, and to give you a sense of what he went through, specialist for special surgery in Manhattan uh, found post-traumatic arthritis and signs of necrosis, which means the bone was dying. So he had to be fit. He needed additional surgeries injecting stem cells into his ankle fit with an external fixator a stabilizing frame to keep the bones properly positioned and, and like this has all happened he's still only 22 years old this is still yeah, an he, ongoing thing for him he's trying to argue that a, a guy you pay him eight thousand dollars extra which is what teachers make to coach sports right yeah. you're paying a guy eight thousand dollars and he doesn't know what the hell he's doing he's just taking the job for the extra money that was their that's where they were coming at that this guy was somehow ill-prepared to be a coach of a baseball team, and he was making his son slide when he didn't have to slide. So that's the basis of what he's going on, that the school is at fault because you gave this guy $8,000 to coach a team in a sport he knows nothing and that about. He didn't care, right, and that he didn't care about the kids, so he just told him to slide, and he wasn't paying attention, and, and he, that's what caused this debilitating injury. I which, paid a lot of uh, baseball in my life. Um, I have never had a situation where I slid because I didn't know that I was going to slide because I was well aware if I'm rounding second base, I know there's going to be a play at third. Chances are I'm sliding whether I'm told not to or anyway, Mike. I mean, that's yeah. the game of baseball. Yeah. I don't need the third base coach to know anything other than get the hell out of my way. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, you can get decoyed and all that kind of stuff, and that can cause him to question maybe the integrity of the opposing player that's decoying you when there's yes. no play. Uh, there, if you got hurt on something like that, I can understand somebody being pretty ticked off. But in this instance, you know, it should have been a normal slide. It just didn't end up that way. And I think it really the reason that it was such a critical case in the legal system is that it really could put volunteerism in jeopardy or people oh, hell yeah. people trying to be coaches in <laughs> yep. jeopardy because they'd be at risk of facing their own lawsuit. At yep. present, I uh, my son's six years old. At present, I've coached him for baseball, t-ball, really, and basketball. Um, and I don't, I wouldn't really want stuff like that hanging over my head. There's already people that just don't want to do it because they don't want to deal with parents and they don't want to deal with schedules and all that kind of stuff. And I understand that, and I, I have my own thoughts on it as well, which um, I don't mind volunteering right now. Uh, I don't know how much longer I'd do it. I feel comfortable doing it in baseball. Realistically, I didn't I, I didn't play organized hoops really at any significant level, so I think I'd hand that off pretty soon. While they're six years old, I think I can handle it. But, you know, to, to think that there would be something else like this potentially hanging over my head has me saying, you know what, you guys can have it. Like, I, I've already got parents yelling at me, and I'm dealing with, perhaps inept umpires and getting in arguments with other coaches, I, I just don't want to deal with the fact that somebody might sue me because they think I I didn't teach somebody the pick and roll properly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's And again, we're not talking, this isn't Little League where everybody has to make the team. It's 
It's JV. It's high school, guys. It's, you know, he's on that team because he's at least got some sort of skills to play baseball. Yeah. <sighs> Beyond me. We've got Bobby Valentine next, former Major League Baseball manager. He's the athletic director at Sacred Heart University right now, but he's going to come talk about this Astros situation with us next on The Grid. Keep it locked right here. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Sports Grid TV back. Thanks for keeping it locked on the grid. We're here with Bobby Valentine, former Major League Baseball manager, uh, talking about the Astros uh, investigation that will commence with Major League Baseball. Uh, first of all, Bobby, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. You're here with Mike and Joe. Hi, Mike and Joe. Good to be with you. So 
obviously the Astros are in some hot water right now. They're going to be compliant with this investigation. Uh, but to set a base level on it, I would imagine, with your vast experience, you would know that or you could give us some insight as to what sign stealing sort of means to you in a nutshell. Huh. Oh, it means to me that it's part of the game. Um, you know, back in 1951 when the Giants stole the pennant, supposedly they had the same system. Can you imagine in 51 they had a binoculars in, in the outfield and they were sig- signaling to the hitter. Here it is 70 years later, and we're still talking about the same thing. You know, I played in the 70s. I I gave as many signs as I could from second base to my buddies if I was able to steal a sign from the catcher. You know, uh, I coached in the 80s when I was at third base. If I could uh, see something that the catcher was doing, I gave it to, you know, the the hitters of the New York Mets for for years. Um, you know, I was uh, a manager in in the 80s and. Uh, uh, God knows, you know, the, the stories of uh, Hawk Harrelson pushing the button underneath the the uh, scorer's table and lighting up the, the lights in Comiskey Park. Uh, you know, I mean, it goes on and on. I managed in the 90s. I installed cameras right beside my dugout that uh, filmed my hitters and my pitchers for evaluation. And, oh, what the third base coach was in the view at times and the manager was in the view at times. And, Sure, I bought the the Sony printer that uh, printed out 16 different um, <laughs> images so I could uh, see the sequence of signs and and try to uh, steal steal the signs from whomever it was. But you know, I was I was short-handed. It was tough to do that in one series. Um, you know, then I went to Japan and they were stealing signs in Japan. So what did they do there? They they changed signs every day uh, and they change signs during the game uh it's it really is part of the game and to think that the astros are the only ones doing this is an absolute joke it's a mockery it's uh it's an embarrassment to anyone's intelligence to to think in 2019 that uh heck i i managed a team in in the 2000s where they had a a whole control room it looked like nasa there were cameras all over the park um I happened to happen to find that room and didn't get to use them the year I was managing, but they were obviously in play the year before I got there and maybe even the year after. So, um, you know, once again, to think that uh, this is, this is just the Astros because they are a little ahead of the game, I think is, is just a joke. Yeah, Bobby, I find it amazing. You know, I played uh, played Division One baseball, played in the minors. If if only it was that. If I knew the curveball was coming, Bobby, I I could be in the pros right now, man. I had no idea that by me knowing the guy was going to throw an off speed pitch somehow or another, that was going to help me hit it. Oh well, yeah, but uh, obviously, you know, the the idea of. Uh, picking up the pitch from the pitcher, you know, because he did something uh, that gave it away. He was always an advantage hitter, uh, no doubt about that. And the pitchers for years have been, you know, trying to do things that would camouflage whatever it is that the, the hitter was seeing. Um, you know, I remember doing a study uh, over in Australia, and 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 we did, we did it with the serves of uh, professional uh, tennis players, you know, and and 
it turned out that they were giving away, you know, the direction of the serve before the ball was even hit. So, yeah, that, that you can use technology to give someone a little uh, an edge is probably against the rules. But, um, you know, to, to be so lame as to have your signs being picked up by another team in today's world, I think, is, is even a greater sin than, than stealing them. What's interesting about it is that now clearly Mike Byers and, and some anonymous players have confirmed that this was a system in place and uh, the Astros are sort of caught red-handed. But I, to your point, maybe the other 29 teams are doing the exact same thing or, or a similar system. I, I just think what's interesting about it is that during the coverage of the Major League Baseball playoffs, this was talked about on air, on TBS, on Fox. They, David Ortiz talked about it, and they, it was known that the Astros absolutely try to get an edge by trying to take signs. Now, the electronic piece is what it seems has taken it to another level only because Rob Manfred had laid out the law that we don't want people doing that. But nobody said during the playoffs that they had a problem with it. Well, again, the problem is that that – um, you know, whoever's signs were being stolen weren't sophisticated enough to uh, to camouflage them, or even or mm-hmm. even have the guy think it was the other pitch and have him fooled on the swing. Uh, you know, every time you saw a pitcher, um, a runner get on base, or or uh, a new inning start, you saw the pitcher looking into his hat. He was looking into his hat because in his hat there was this change of sequence. There was something in there that tipped that um, uh, gave the pitcher the knowledge of what the catcher was changing the signs to. Uh, if you change the signs enough, there's no chance of anyone picking up uh, on the signs. And, um, you know, you know, guys are making a lot of money now. They could spend a little time uh, figuring out uh, with their catcher what signs to use so that the, the, the bad guys don't pick it up. Bobby, I got to ask, because to me, the, the whole thing cracks me up from the standpoint of if this was the Marlins, would anybody be talking about this right now? Uh, if it was the Detroit Tigers or the Baltimore Orioles, I mean, would anybody really care? Or is it just because we're talking about an Astros team that went to the World Series two out of the last three years, happened to win in 2017? I mean, you still got to execute, but you can know everything there is the need to know. You still got to put the damn bat on the ball, don't you? Oh, absolutely so. Um, now, of course, it, you know, you could take if it's an off-speed pitch and only swing when it's not an off-speed pitch. That that gives a little advantage to the hitter. But uh, I, I agree. I think it is that, uh, you know, they're going after the Astros, trying to make an example of the Astros. They're, they're supposedly the most technologically savvy uh, team out there. But um, uh, I, I'm guaranteeing you it's not – the creation of the Astros. And um, if it's not all the teams doing it, for sure, it's um, uh, the the teams that uh, have all known about it and gone, you know, players change teams, coaches change teams, managers change teams, Mm -hmm. general managers change teams. Now I would suspect that if, if a team is doing it, uh, they try to keep it within uh, a small group of people that it's not the entire team 
that knows it because the guy who gets released is not happy about the fact <laughs> well, this that is what happened. he gets released and he's probably yeah. going to right this is precisely what happened mike uh, byers was not happy with the way he, he was released and now he yeah. is the central figure in this yeah. investigation yeah um, i guess it's mike but it's not mike it's it's everyone you know who is complicit if it's really that big of a problem and um you know if if in fact uh you know major league baseball is being serious about this this thing and you know when the red sox had the the watches that uh, they were <laughs> supposedly the apple watches that they were they were getting mm-hmm. stuff from um you know i mean they'd go into the uh, fenway park they they'd find the the command center they'd shut it down they'd take pictures of it they'd make an example of it or or wherever it was that they've caught people in the past um you know they, this is just now a story be, that uh kind of gives baseball some legs here in the wintertime, I think. And, um, um, you know, to, to make it seem like it's a mortal sin, I think, is um, tomfoolery. Would you would you limit it in any way? Would Would you put any rules in place to could. limit it? Yeah. Yeah, can you limit it? I mean, it? you're limited. We have we, – we have, we, <laughs> we have uh, touch pads in the dugout. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have uh, every every new stadium is being wired so that you could bet on every pitch as it's coming before it's being pitched. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can control, um, you know, that that type of um, situation other than, uh, you know, making it a little more sophisticated on the other end so they can't steal the signs. It's not that difficult. Believe me, it's not that difficult to to have a system that cannot be, you know, cannot be uh, uh, stolen. I I remember going into Comiskey Park back in those 80s when I heard about the signs being changed, and um, I just did like an odd and even-numbered uniform. So the hitter who was hitting, if he was an odd number, you know, it was a certain set of signs, and if it was an even number, it was another set of signs. And you know what? Some of the pitchers – you know, didn't want to do it. They didn't think they, they had the capacity to to actually do that. So they went with um, just a straight set of signs and grand slams were hit. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to just figure out, um, you know, how to play the game. And, and because the first instance of this dates back to the 50s, as I mentioned, and it's gone through the decades and it's been part of the game through the decades, um, you know, to, to all of a sudden make it seem like there's something new and wonderful about this, I, I think is, <laughs> is, it's insulting in some, some respects. Exactly. It's just, <laughs> it's <all>. not, <laughs> it really, and, and, you know, Bobby, real quick here, how much, you mentioned it, how much of the partnership now with sports betting and the casinos, the last thing baseball wants is to have the optics make it seem like there's an integrity problem with this game, correct? Oh, well, well, I think that's true. And I think that's a bridge that needs to be crossed and it needs to be that that bridge has to have a really strong foundation uh, moving mm. forward. But that's what it is. So yep. let's not let's not kid anyone and say, OK, you know, Major League Baseball is not allowed to use technology and who knows what technology of 2021 is going to bring. <laughs> and, you know, how, how do you make a rule against something that you don't even know 
what it's going what it's going to be. So I think the best way uh, to combat this thing is to say that all the teams are now smart enough to to put in devices uh, within their own systems that are, yep. are not going to to uh, jeopardize the integrity of the team uh, and and of the game. I mean, you're not going to get uh, 800 players to come in and raise their right hand and swear that they're they're not going to try to get. <laughs> yeah, I think that's been proven over the course of time that they're not going right? to they're not going to do that. Uh, again, they tried is, that. I think. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. Again, this is uh, Bobby. Last one. Right. Last one before you go. Do you have a problem yeah. with Mike Fires uh, coming public and sort of uh, outing his old teammates, his old organization? You know, once again, um, that that's the old. You know what what you see in Vegas stays in Vegas. Uh, I I think in the world that we're living in, transparency is probably the the best thing uh, that that we can have. And I I don't have a problem with him outing it uh, because you know it is what it is, and it's not in my opinion. It just isn't that big a deal. Great stuff. Thanks, Bobby. That's Bobby Valentine. Former MLB manager, current director of athletics at Sacred Heart University. Thanks again, Bobby. We'll talk to you again soon. Joe and I will be right back on The Grid after this. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 we paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. 
Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800 847 1183. 800 847 1183. Line through this conversation, Joe, is that the baseball people, players, coaches, they don't really care that much. We know players are utilizing, ironically, Mike Fires is one of the guys who's known to be putting a substance on his fingers, or at least has been widely, widely accused of using a substance on his fingers to control the ball. Some of the players right. say, we want the pitchers to have that so the, the ball isn't slipping out of their hand hitting us in the head. It just gets to a point at times where it's so blatant, you think back to Michael Pineda a couple of years back where there was a massive Vaseline stain on his hat and this Red Sox had to be like, what is that huge wet spot on his hat? We talked to him about it last time we pitched and he's doing Mm -hmm. it again without trying to hide it whatsoever. They had to do something about it. He got kicked out of a game. Everybody knows he's done it. Mike Fires is one of the guys throwing no hitters that is thought to utilize this too. So it's interesting that he is a centralized figure in this as well. Um, I will say, though, that I think the important part in terms of Major League Baseball is that, yes, they may discover other teams do this, but Rob Manfred was made to look like a jerk by the Astros, where he said specifically, do not electronically enhance your ability to steal signs if you steal signs guy on second base is stealing signs relaying it back to home that's been around 100 years bobby said 70 probably longer probably 120 years but uh i think manfred's in a tough spot here because he specifically said this has to stop and they did it anyway it's not a really complicated system like we talked about they're banging on trash cans nobody's wearing (laughs) hidden earpieces I thought it was great. He's like, you know what? To be honest with you, it's a little bit insulting that everyone seems to think like this is just something that like the Astros invented this or something. And how can it be a disadvantage for teams if everybody is doing the same thing? That's not a disadvantage. It's just that I'm better at it than you are. And everybody has access to the same edge. It's not cheating. There's nothing integrity about it. The morning after, I'm Renzi in Midtown Manhattan. We welcome Pluto TV Channel 
517 uh, to the mix. Get on the grid, sports grid. Uh, we kick it here, I believe, 18 hours. Yeah, I guess I'm on 18 hours a day. No, 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 not 18. But <laughs> we have 18 hours a day of live programming that we are a, a big part of, as is Joe and Ari that uh, you see in Miami, Florida right now. I'll be back at 5 o'clock until 7 o'clock. We have a uh, with some uh, best bets of the night. And then uh, live in-game betting show, live from the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, every night at 8 o'clock called uh, In-Game Live. And our boy Crash in Los Angeles. A lot of viewers in L.A. this morning. Shout out to all you guys waking up early with us. Uh, says, does Morenci get a ring? I, I actually hmm. deserve one. I deserve one like more as much as Drake does. I was a Raptor fan before Drake was. Long before Drake was. I was a Raptor fan like when Drake was like three years old or something like that. And, and you know what? I don't have a Golden State Warrior tattoo anywhere here. I don't have a Kevin Durant tattoo. Mm-hmm. I could go on. Um, yeah, Drake. Whatever, dude. Drake Drake and the Raptors used each other. It's been a good relationship for both of them. But, you know, I got I used to, I, I got nothing against Drake, but I'm not a Drake guy either. I'm indifferent. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Whatever. I think it's, you know, come on. He's on the float at the parade and stuff like that. Uh, you know, basketball, I guess, a little different, Joe, because, you know, in baseball, if you're on the team in a year, you get a ring. And same in the NHL, man. Like, the NHL, you play eight games and stuff. They'll give you the ring. Like, if you're on the team that year, you generally you get a ring. How much do you think financial comes into this that these rings are $225,000 each? I can't even. It's not like they're spending the money. They probably got a deal with the jeweler, yeah, gets free advertising. And they're the, in the Toronto they, Raptors. They have the money. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to be kidding me. They're probably the hometown uh, jeweler for everybody in inter- Like, stop it. Ugh. I like what Stooch says in, in the chat. He's taking Valanciunas over props tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bent. I like it. Yep. I don't know. He looks depressed. Like, he actually looks rattled by it, Valanciunas. Yeah, I got audio on it. So, yeah, you'll oh, yeah. hear it. Like, they told him. Like, Kyle called him and said, bro, what size are you? Like, man. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com. Slash higher. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. 
What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Full-time fantasy. If you're Colin Kaepernick, are you cool with the NFL filming it, cutting it up into shreds, and sending it out as a video? So you make 60 throws, right, give or take. What if they choose the worst five? What if they throw the one where you miss the guy by 20 feet? If you don't trust the people that you work with, why would you put them in a position where they could screw you? Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. All right, morning after rolls on. Welcome, uh, Pluto TV. Check it out. Pluto TV channel uh, 517. I uh, was talking about Jonas Valanciunas. We'll, we'll move on from this. But I just looked up the Stanley Cup, uh, Joe. Uh, if you play 41 regular season games, you're automatic. So if you get traded, it doesn't matter. It's like you're right. You're automatically on the cup. You get a ring. He looks beat up about it too, man. Like it's no, not no. Even, he looks like, like a guy that just like was like yeah, like doubt like a like he looks actually hurt, Joe. Like like seriously, yeah. like not he just really sports. Does. Like he looks like they screwed him. Like he's like he's yeah. shocked by this. All right, yeah, let's uh, play yeah. it here. Yeah, it it really is. It's not even. It's like it's sad, sad to watch. that the Raptors had decided they weren't going to give championship rings to you, CJ, and DeLon. Is that something that you had an expectation about? or it's their decision. They made a decision. It's okay, right? <laughs> Think about Grizzlies now, right? Okay. Uh, I, he just looks beat up, man. Ugh. Six and a half years. He looked like he honestly, like that hurt him. That That seriously bothered him, man, big time. Yeah, the Ugh. thing is, he even went back to support them during the playoffs, which was kind of ra- was weird. Oh, such a backstabbing thing. Yeah. I, six years of your life in a city for an organization that trades you? I would have given right. one to DeLon Wright, too. Yeah. He was there three and a half years. He was part of the same deal. Wow. Uh, I would have given one to him, too. They know. Everyone knows. But whatever. You're giving them to the executives. You're giving them to Drake. You're giving them to the super fan. You got to, you know, uh, it's to me, it must have been the financial of it, bro. They just must have said, we don't want to spend the money. You know, I get it. Like Webster goes, where does it end? But like I said, we're not saying give DeMar DeRozan a ring. We're talking about giving guys that were on the team last year a ring. You played 30 games. And what'd you say? 13 and seven. Yeah, exactly. He contributed. That's a contributor. Yeah. 
He yep. contributed. He earned it. Like, if you look out of the 100% ratio, whatever, if we had a supercomputer, whatever, man, what is his contribution? 1.7%, 3%, 2 point, whatever. Whatever it is, that's that. You know, like, I get it. It's a cold world and all that, but. So, basically, if you play 41 games in a regular season in the NHL, you're automatically on the cup. Um, but teams can also petition to get you out. Because I've seen there's been other guys that have. Uh, I find it hard to believe that the players got together. Like, you asked the players, and they said, oh, no, don't send them one. Like, really? Yeah, and I also, I, I, I don't understand that, that Webster, this is why I think Webster, I don't want to call him a liar, but he says the players were consulted. If the players were consulted, why did Kyle Lowry call Valanciunas? Oh, and eggs. and what player has more juice in that room than Kyle Lowry, Joe? Exactly. They just gave Kyle Lowry an honorary contract on the way out. Like, Kyle Lowry's the longest standing. You know what I mean? It's his room. Makes no sense. So he calls Jonas all happy and says, bro, what size are you, man? We got you a ring type of deal. What's, yeah. What do you think that meant? What size are you? What size ring are you? Like, this wow. is why Jonas looked shocked. I think they just pulled the carpet out. For, I think the organization said we're not giving it to him. Yep. And like I said, he did get arrested for drunk driving. He pissed yeah. him off a few times with his drinking. Mm. Maybe they've said, you know what? Screw him. I, I don't know exactly, but that's not the look of a normal athlete to just, yeah, I didn't get the ring. I mean, you know, we're talking about it. family, friends. Like, they were close. Six and a half years. Consulted. That that sounds like, yeah, we told the team we're not getting him one. Yeah. There, you're consulted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I said, the team is Kyle Lowry. Yeah, exactly. has been elite, is he? Like, who's going to say anything? OG? OG's he been was there two years. most of the guys on? Exactly. Like, he who's going to say, water. like, who's going to say no? You know what I mean? Kyle Lowry <laughs> could be like, no, no, we're giving him the ring. And the rest of the team can't say Jack. Kyle could be like, dude, I was here before all of you, all right? So shut yeah. the hell up. I've been yeah. here eight years, so shut up. I'm, you know what I mean? He's there with you. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was with here you. with me for six years. You guys, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I tell him that. I tell him. I don't even think. I I don't believe him. I don't want to nope. call Webster out, but I don't believe that Lowry would let this happen. No. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about it. I know, and the thing is, the Raptors—they never have drama. Why? You know what I mean? Over this ring, because now Kyle's going to be pissed, and Kyle's a moody dude, man. You know what I mean? Now you can be in a bad mood for a couple of weeks and stuff. Like Unless the rest of the league's like, don't you go setting a precedent yes. now where we got to get, you know what I mean? Maybe there's Well, well some that's other the pressure. first thing out of Webster's mouth, isn't it? We yeah, consulted really the league. Yeah. So the league's like, no, 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 ah. don't do it, man. Don't ah. set a precedent. No, oh, hey, okay. listen to his quote. You're exactly right. I have the same thing. It's like, it seems like there's, it wasn't an easy decision. But to be honest, I think it's the standard. I mean, yeah. we did our homework. We talked to teams. We talked to the league. He's saying, yeah, we don't, we've don't. we never won before. We were told not to give him a ring almost. Like, basically, yeah. Basically, Adam yeah, Silver never said, won. Yeah, we let's don't not know. start this. Let's not start this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he goes, we, and I believe the Raptors, the Raptors aren't a dumb organization. Yeah. The Raptors probably did ask around, and they were told, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? 
It's, it's exactly, Joe. Because then they're going to yep. say, man, and this year and every year, every guy that's played 30 games, everyone's going to get a ring. And you know how much money that's going to cost us? It, I, that's the only thing that makes it because no sweat off of them. Listen, they're trading out the deal with the jeweler anyway. He's probably got 10 years worth ah. of advertising in the building and everything else. Like, exactly. you got to be kidding me. It ain't the money. Yeah. No. Uh, it's just another uh, it's a cold world, huh, Joe? <laughs> I guess so. I, uh, yeah, but I, I do think pressure of the other 30 billionaires in the league are like, yeah, no, dude, you're not. No, like, no. Yeah, and don't think that they're not that cheap, that they would think, oh, well, whatever, it's only another 750000 No, no, no. You'd be like, screw that guy. We're not, you know what I mean? Collectively, they'd be like, absolutely not. That means we'd be forced and guilted by the media to have to give every player, whether we like them or we don't, we'd have to be forced to giving them one. All right, um, Leo says they're different categories for Drake and uh, team personnel got them. Oh, stop. Category. What are we really? What are we sending qualifiers out now? Yeah, a yeah, ring's yeah, a yeah, ring. Yeah. So team personnel. <laughs> so team team personnel are more important than, than a guy to play 30 yeah. games. Yeah, listen, the guy washing the toilets in between games is more important than Drake. Yeah, the thing is, like most organizations, like I remember like when uh, – who was it? The, the team that just won. All right, wasn't the Raptors? <sighs> what league was it? They basically gave a ring, Joe, to everybody. Yeah. They basically stated la- that if you sell season tickets for us, if you answer the phone for us, if you work for us, you're part of the team. Hmm. Everyone got a ring. It wasn't Atlanta. Uh, was it in a losing effort, or was no, um, they, they gave everyone that? No. No, it was. Um, I think it was the oh, Eagles. Yes, yes, that's I think it was exactly the Eagles. It was the Eagles, yeah. Because remember the no, woman. The they actually exactly. Left, no, they, they gave like the her. woman that answers the yeah. phone. Yeah. They're like, she's been here 38 years. Yeah. She's yeah. part of the team. She gets a ring. Yeah. yeah. And everyone that worked on the facility yep. got a ring. That's you know, silly. not the janitor, yep. but the head janitor did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. if you're the exactly. whoever was an employee there, got a ring. And she had worked there 30 years and retired, and they still gave her a ring. <laughs> Dude, I remember the Houston Astros years ago. My buddy was the uh, the Expos clubhouse guy, and when the Expos uh, left, he he got uh, he got hooked up when he moved to Houston. Mm-hmm. He became the Houston guy. The Houston Astros shared every cent of their playoff shares with the clubhouse staff. With every BS. Yep. It it turned out, dude, he made like three hundred thousand dollars. Like, their players didn't have to do that, bro. Like, no. the Houston Astro players voted. They said, listen, yep. we could split the playoff money with everybody here in the room, or we could just tip them. Like, it's like standard, you just tip the guy after. And the Astro players said, no, no, man. They said, the clubhouse attendants are part of the team as much as we are. They're part of the team. Mm-hmm. And um, they get equal share. Some organizations are classier than others, you know? the way it goes. But the Raptors are usually as classy as it gets. That's what I don't get. I don't think it's their call. I think you're right, Joe. I think the league and then when they said, oh, we spoke to teams in the league, yeah, they told you, you, don't do this. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, 
I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Guys, so why don't you, I don't know, dunk on your NBA DFS competition this year using DailyRoto.com. You can compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. It's the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and so much more. And you can save 10% now on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. That's right, DailyRoto.com forward slash DUNK dailyroto.com forward slash dunk get your 10 percent off now and keep in mind dailyroto.com it is where millionaires are made all right uh i'm looking up now i want to see how many games you have to play to, to win a world series rig and you know what the, the subject's not even it's the answers on twitter now i'm insulting people back on twitter i'm talking to everyone oh. dumb here i'm like ah screw you all <laughs> it's sure. the answers that are making me matter uh, than anything but um, you know what? It's perfect. We're talking basketball right now. It's a perfect segue. This wasn't even planned. 
uh, like this. Uh, but we're talking about uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Zef uh, Zilchit uh, joins us uh, right now. USA Today. Good morning, uh, Jeff. You caught us in the middle of a hostile debate here. Although me and my co-host here, Joe Ranieri, we're in agreement. It seems like a lot of our viewers and listeners, people in the chat and Twitter, are coming at me about Jonas Valanciunas. Now, for the record, I am a diehard Raptor fan. And um, I'm in New York right now, uh, but I was in Toronto. Um, I used to do a show out of Toronto. I was there in year one, et cetera. So I love the Raptors. One of my, you know, a big, big Raptor fan. So I, you know, it's sort of close to me. Jonas Valanciunas is just informed he's not getting a ring. He was there six and a half years, played 30 games on the team last year. Jeff, does he deserve a ring, yes or no, in your opinion? Uh, I'm of the guy uh, who believes he does deserve a ring. Uh, and I know you mentioned just 30 games, but he was also, there was more than that Raptors championship that just one season. It, it, w- it was the build up into it, getting to the conference finals against Cleveland, losing to Cleveland when it seemed year after year. And he was a big part of changing the way fans viewed the Toronto Raptors in the past six, seven seasons, turning them in from a team no one thought uh, was ever going to be able to compete for a championship and then helping them turn them into a championship team. And we've seen this before. Guys who have been traded end up getting a ring from the team, yeah. uh, even though they weren't on the court or the bench a championship series. I'm surprised, Jeff, because the Raptors are a first-class organization mm. that usually yeah, everything. Yeah. I mean, look, they gave their super fan a ring. You know, like that's at least a bad taste in my mouth. You're giving Drake a ring? And listen, I think DeLon Wright should get a ring, too. He was there for 30 games in three and a half years, and you're exactly right. Jones Valanciunas, he averaged 13 and 7. He was a key part of the team that helped them get the two seed, that helped them win the title, Jeff. I'm amazed. Me and Joe bring up, because Bobby Webster, the Raptors general manager, people think it's Masai Jerry, but Masai's the president. Bobby Webster, the general manager, said that we get other teams in the league on this that this is sort of the standard. It's financial, Jeff, that they you know what? These rings are $225,000 a pop. If we start making rooms for guys that were on the team for 20 games and 30 games, where does it end moving forward? What would the reason be not to do this, Jeff? I don't get it because the Raptors, what do they care about a couple hundred thousand dollars? They don't. And if you, you look from your high school in Toronto, uh, not only a first-class organization, uh, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, I don't want to say that they print money, but it's a money-making yeah. organization. <laughs> and, and so they're not going to miss that. And I, I was just looking it up while we were talking to come up with a recent example. David Blatt was fired from the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, in the 2015-16 season. In fact, it was mm. in 2016 uh, after the new year. And he actually got a championship wow. ring of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. LeBron didn't even like so him. A coach who was fired. Yeah, LeBron yeah. didn't even like didn't him. didn't think could lead you. <laughs> yeah. He didn't think the guy could lead you to a championship. Uh, and you got rid of him. Wow. The guy you thought could lead you to a championship. And, and so, uh, again, I know Bobby Webster and the franchise says they asked around. Uh, where does it end? I mean, here, look at this. When, when it comes down to it, how many times do you actually win a championship? I mean, even the... Golden State Warriors, who we thought were going to win year after year after year, they won three of five during this run. And so you don't win forever uh, in the NBA. And so, it, and when is the next time? 
Do we know the next time? There's no promise. We don't know when the Raptors are going to win another. It's not like they're going to be in this year after year uh, making these rains. So I don't think it's financial. I just think it was like, hey, they weren't part of the championship team, and so we're not giving them these rains. Uh, I think. Right, I got to ask you, is it uh, is because we're all been waiting and we can't see. It looks like we're going to get our first look here at the uh, new and improved and the uh, the grown up, uh, you know, uh, Carmelo Anthony here in Portland. I mean, how shocked are you that Portland took a shot on him? Is it desperation mode already in Portland, do you think? Well, look, I don't mind people saying it's desperation mode in Portland. Remember, this is a team that made it to the conference finals. Right now, they are 5-9 and nine in the West, and the West is deep. You didn't expect mm. teams like Phoenix to start off the way they did. Uh, Minnesota is off to a good start. You know, the Sacramento Kings, even though they're under 500, were a team that thought that they might be able to make the playoffs this year. Oklahoma City's been a little bit more competitive than people thought without Russell Westbrook. And you don't have New Orleans Pelicans with Zion Williamson yet. Dallas Mavericks off to a really good start with maybe one of the youngest MVP candidates in recent memory. And so when you look at Portland's start, they had to make a change. And I don't mind them going after Carmelo Anthony for this reason. It's a non-guaranteed deal. To me, it is, I don't know if it's a high reward, low risk. If you find out early that it's not working, that he's not willing to accept this bench role, maybe 20 minutes a game, uh, that it's real easy to get rid of that contract and it doesn't really cost you anything. If both sides, especially Carmelo, has to realize that his chances are dwindling and this might be his final chance to actually show that he's willing to play that role. And I think he can. I mean, Carmelo is still a scorer. He could give an opponent's bench some, some numbers uh, and put up some points if he's willing to play that role, and we're about to find out. Uh, I do have my doubts because we haven't seen it yet, uh, but we also see what Dwight Howard, I use that as the example. Dwight Howard really struggled to change, you know, to accept a diminished role as a former all-star in all-NBA, defensive player of the year. And now I'm not saying he's a six-year candidate, but he realizes that he can contribute meaningful minutes and production to a team that can't compete for a title with the Lakers. So if Carmelo takes that tact, uh, I, I could see it where it works out. But again, uh, history shows that it might not. Mm. Uh, Jeff, Houston Rockets found themselves in a controversy uh, coming into the year after the uh, after Daryl Morey and, and the Hong Kong uh, stuff. They bring Westbrook in, and a lot of people rolled their eyes, including me and Joe here. Mm. And I'm a bigger Westbrook fan than Joe is, but thinking, all right, like how, you know, how is this really going to work? But to be honest, we sort of thought on good nights it would sort of work like this. Yet, third. This is what Harden's doing. Do you buy into the Houston Rockets? Or is this just sort of cotton candy at an amusement park early in the year? Is are they is it are they a real threat or you know what I'm saying? It's like empty calories, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I do like the cotton candy because we all <laughs> we all used to enjoy cotton candy, but where did it get us? Yeah, uh, yeah. sore stomach. stomach. Yeah. <laughs> now, with that said, uh, I was a little hesitant too, but we do know this: if you're able to manage 
the way those two play together. And so far, again, just when are we 14 games into it for the Rockets, they're 11 and three. Uh, so far, it's working. And some of the numbers that you're seeing, James Harden started off the year not shooting well from three-point range at all. Russell Westbrook still shooting uh, under 25% on three-pointers this year. You would expect that number to climb. I mean, traditionally, he's not been a 40% three-point shooter, but he's been in a 30%. So that's going to continue to rise. And so do I think they're real that they can make it to the conference finals? Uh, maybe so. Do I think they're a championship contender? I, I don't. And I have history on my side on that. I know Westbrook is going to make somewhat of a difference, uh, but I, I still have my doubts about this team as a championship contender. Are they going to be really good during the regular season? Because it's really tough to stop James Harden night in, night out like that. But when an opponent gets seven games in our best of seven series to lock down and really game plan, you know, that's when you see opponents are able to really stop what Houston does. But in these one-night situations where, hey, you're playing Phoenix one night, Sacramento the next, Dallas the next, that kind of thing, you're able to go in there and with James Harden and do some damage. Um, so that's why I like them as a regular season team. It's fun to watch. I mean, look, how long has it been since someone's averaged 40 uh, in a game per season? Um, and, and so it's really enjoyable, but I go back to it. I'm just not sure it's championship quality. Yeah, what's even the closest thing? Like, what's as high as someone's gotten? Like in the modern era, I've been watching NBA a long time. I mean, this is this is unheard of. I mean, do we have to go back to Wilt Chamberlain wow. to find uh, the, the highest scoring uh, per year? That's off the top of my head. I mean, uh, Michael Jordan is as high as he scored. Yeah. Um, he never did it. Um, and so that, that's what I'm going back to uh, when we look at those kinds of numbers. Uh, again, while we're sitting here chatting, I'll continue to dig up a, a little bit of numbers. But, yeah, I mean, Wilf off the top of my head would be that guy. I'm just amazing, Joe. And, you know, even yeah. Westbrook, guys, they're coexisting, Joe. Westbrook's taking the bad seat, back seat, and he's enjoying it. He's, and he's averaging 21. Westbrook, 21-6, 8.4 boards, 7 assists a game. Ne- uh, nice. Never been a regular season problem for them. <laughs> No, I, I'm not. I'm not just doing that. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Zilga, always fun talking NBA with Jeff. Thank you for the time, Jeff. Hey, you guys have a good rest of the day. Wish we have more time. Love talking NBA. And his Jonas stuff is heating up right now. Wow, Dave Blatt got a ring. LeBron hated him. Oh, that did it for me. That did it for <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, Dave Blatt got a ring. <laughs> Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball... I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. 
That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Uh, Dolphins have released Mark Walton. <laughs> what a shock. He was uh, arrested again. <laughs> um, a kangaroo attacked a, uh, attacked a woman in Australia. He played dead as the male kangaroo pounded and jumped on her. Uh, 25 stitches to her face. Don't think it's kangaroos, man. People think they're all fun and games and just uh, all friendly and stuff. Mm. No, no, they're like Mick. They're messed up. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like on their bad side. They're, they're, they're a little <laughs> whacked in the head, uh, kangaroos. All right, so enough of the ring debate. Uh, let's get into another debate. Hall of Fame. So me and Cam played this game a little bit yesterday. We blasted through the names. I'm looking at the percentages right now. So you need 75% guys of the of the voters to put you in to get in. You need 75% of 425 ballots. 425 people have votes. Um, when you see the percentages, actually, it's somewhat surprising, and you realize just how frustrating and stupid these people are. Um, all right, uh, so let's blast through some of the names that are eligible. Joe, and you can just say yes or no. We did this game yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Abreu. No. No. Josh Beckett. Yes. Really? You got Josh Beckett as a Hall of Famer? 
I think, uh, yes, uh, he did it for a uh, long enough stretch of time with multiple teams. He was the reason why they beat the Yankees. He was the reason why, or a big part of the reason why the Red Sox were uh, so successful as well. Yeah, he's got a couple of World Series rings. I'm on a no fence with, uh, I'm on a no fence with Beckett, though. Sean? I say no, no chance. He was good for a little while, but. Yeah, he wasn't dominant for a long time, was he? Oh, he won 138 games. Yeah, he's not getting in, Joe. He he won't get in. Um, all right, let me re- I'll rattle off all the names and I'll tell you the guys who I think should be in. So you got Bobby Abreu. I'll say Bobby Abreu, no. Josh Beckett, no. Heath Bell, no. Barry Bonds, yes. So you got uh, Eric Chavez, Roger Clemens, Adam Dunn, Sean Figgins, Rafael Fercal, Jason Giambi, Todd Helton. Out of this group, I'd put Barry Bonds in. I'd put Roger Clemens in. Todd Helton's really, really good, but he's not a Hall of Famer in my opinion. So out of those names, Bobby Abreu, Josh Beckett, Heath Bell, Barry Bonds, Eric Chavez, Roger Clemens, Adam Dunn, Sean Figgins, Rafael Fercal, Jason Giambi, and Todd Helton. I've got Bonds and Clemens. Now, they're not going to get in because of the juice, at least for now, but those are the two that I would put in. You would put Josh Beckett in as well, Joe. Uh, well, I would I would say Beckett is of that list, somebody who's going to get in. I wouldn't necessarily. Oh, I don't, think, I don't think Beckett has a hope in hell in getting in. No, you don't think so? 138 games? No. Nowhere near the numbers needed. He uh, wasn't he a World Series MVP too, wasn't he? Oh no, he was the one. You're right. I even forgot about the Red Sox. He was a stud in two yeah. World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he man. was. Uh, but he's he not a Hall of Famer, Joe. He's not like one of the greatest players ever. Well, I mean, you got to be a Hall of Famer. You got to be one of the greatest players ever. In two those two names that you mentioned on a list are in the Hall of Fame. The rest of you might as well let them all in. Who gives a crap? It's a joke anyway. It's a it's a popularity contest. Until you get Bonds, Clemens, and Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, your hits, home runs, and strikeout well, they will leader. Eventually. I they doubt. will eventually. You think so? Oh yeah. Yeah, you think? yeah, yeah. They're it's already climbing up. Like uh Clemens is at fifty nine percent right now. He only needs to get to seventy five, so he's essentially fifteen percent. Which 15% is essentially he needs four writers to turn around, Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go out golfing once, you know, don't call him a bunch of jerk-offs for 10 minutes straight, and uh, you'll get in. All right. <laughs> All right so and what sec- about Bonds? Bonds? Bonds will get in eventually, too. I think maybe the Players Committee. You know, I think, yeah, how do you not put Bonds in? How do you not put him in? All right, so the second wave of players here in, on the ballot, Raul Ibanez, Derek Jeter, oh. Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent... Paul Canerico, Cliff Lee, Carlos Pena, Brad Penny, Andy Pettit, J.J. Putz. I was J.J. Putz on this list. Uh, Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez is an automatic Hall of Famer. Uh, guys hit like 544 home runs or something. 312 batting average. He ain't uh, getting in either. Who, Manny? Yeah, they're going to make Bonds wait forever? I can't wait to see how long they make Manny wait forever. With Manny's actual getting convictions. in. Are you nuts? Ster- with actual steroid convictions on it? I, how is that going to be? Actual failed tests? Ah, he doesn't. Manny's like big poppy steroids. They they don't look at him like a juicer. 
Well, then they are the most hypocritical group of people. I've yes, seen. yes, yes, they are. I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> They're oh baseball writers. They're all like oh, alcoholic so adulterers true. and stuff, but they hold yeah. this whole area. That whole grudges. <laughs> I know. I'm not. Listen, I don't make the rules, Joe. All right, Derek Jeter is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, Andrew. What is G- Canerco's numbers? He's interesting to me. He's not a Hall of Famer. Did he? Didn't he play forever? It feels like. So you got to be like great to be in the Hall of Fame. This isn't like All Stars. You know what I mean? Like Manny Ramirez is a legend. Derek Jeter gets in. I think the only other one, like Raul Ibanez, no. Jeff Kent, no. Canerco, no. Cliff Lee, no. Pena, no. Penny, no. Andy Pettit, no. J.J. Potts, obviously not. So I'd go Manny Ramirez, Derek Jeter, and to me the one is Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones, he's got like 434 home runs or so. He only hit 254, but also one of the greatest uh, defensive players ever to play center field. World Series champion. For me, Andrew Jones, a Hall of Famer. Well, correct me if I'm wrong here. Canerco played 18 years. He's got 432 home runs, 4,000 total bases, 13 seasons with 20 more home runs, and 1,400 RBIs and 2,200 games played. That's not Hall of Fame worthy? It's good numbers. (laughs) Good numbers. I mean, it's not like he played eight years. Like, the dude played 18 years and and 16 But with Paul Canerco, ever one of the best players in the league. He was always he was always a top ten guy, absolutely. I don't have But the him problem as a Hall is he famer. was buried in Chicago I with know, the White I, Sox. You know, know, that was that's like Fred McGriff. Sean Canerco? Uh very good, but, but no. No. You can put him on a team with Josh Beckett and Todd Helton. Right, and Todd Helton is Yeah, no, the team are very good. <laughs> like, all right, what about Larry Walker? Yes. <laughs> Larry, Larry Larry Walker. Larry Walker, I don't know. It doesn't look like he's going to get in. This is his last year of eligibility, too. And, um, you know, I think Larry Walker gets screwed because Larry Walker played for the Expos. So people didn't really see him. And then he played for the Rockies, and people think his stats were padded. But how about this, Joe? This is some crazy stuff. This is from Tracy Ringlesby uh, that found Mm. these numbers here. Um, Larry Walker never hit less than 301 in Mm. any month of his career. Think about that. 17-year career, six months a year, he never hit less than 301 in one month of his career. From the time Mm. he was a rookie to the year he retired. You want some stuff about, how about this? Larry Walker. One of just six players in Major League Baseball history who finished with a 300-plus batting average, 400-plus on base percentage, 550-plus uh, slugging percentage, 450 more doubles, 60 or more triples, and 350 more home runs, and uh, 1,250 RBIs. The other five players to do that, Stan Musial, Babe Ruth, Jimmy Fox, Ted Williams, Lou Gehrig. It's Larry Walker. Uh, Larry Walker completed nearly 73 wins above replacement, according to BaseballReference.com. The only position players with at least 73 war eligible for the Hall of Fame not in are Barry Bonds, Pete Rose, Bill Dahlin, Lou Whitaker, and Larry Walker. Yeah, but I think him playing in Colorado is what killed him. Uh, all right. I think people. Larry I think Walker people, called uh, home 10 of his 17 that, years. Larry yeah, Walker at 278 on the road in his career. Yep. Larry Walker, 278 on the road, which is 
higher than 33 players in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So there's the Colorado argument. Hit 278 on the road. Walker batted um, 306 against left-handed pitching in his career. Only Tony Gwynn and Rod Carew are the only left-handed hitters to have better average than 306. Wade Boggs, 298. Seven-time Gold Glover. Uh, the only other people that aren't in the Hall of Fame that have seven uh, Gold Gloves: Barry Bonds, Jim Edmonds, Dwight Evans, and Gary Maddox. Well, the argument is what runs prior to Coors and then after Coors were were his doubles becoming home runs and padding his stats? Is yeah, that what the, the argument OPS? is? Yeah. What's the slugging on base? Yeah. No. Right. No. The argument is he's Canadian. He didn't win. He played on the Expos and Rockies. He doesn't have a big media push. Mm. You know what I mean? He's not a broadcaster. It's all politics, show. If, if he was a broadcaster on a broadcast, like, hey, I'm Burt Blylove. I should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm Jack Morris. I should be in the Hall of Fame. Larry Walker's drinking a beer in Maple Ridge, British Columbia, in the woods right now. Yeah. He's not a good old boy. He doesn't play the game. He's not. He doesn't have connections. His media guy, the team doesn't even exist. His beat writer's dead. In Montreal, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have anyone pushing for him besides Ringlesby in Colorado. Right. All right. I think we got a minute for Bob here. Is Bob uh, here? All right, uh, Bob. Bob, uh, JV. Bob? I agree with you, should Gabe. Get a ring, I think right, Bob? Larry Walker should be in the – yes, I think the guy should get a ring, and I think Larry Walker should definitely be in the whole thing. I agree with you there. Yeah, well, but neither of them are getting it. I disagree with you on Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit should be in the Hall of Fame, so I disagree with you on that. Andy Pettit was a but great... Larry Walker should... Andy Pettit's a great big-game pitcher. He was great in the playoffs. He just didn't win enough. Like, Andy Pettit wasn't a great pitcher. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. That's my prediction. He won't and be. I think Larry Walker should get in there. He... He was a great player. I remember him on Montreal Expos and the Colorado Rockies. He was an excellent player. What about Roger Clemens? Do you want to know what's for lunch today? What about Roger Clemens? Oh, yes. Yes, he deserves. He definitely deserves. Yeah, of course he definitely deserves. All right, Bob, what's for lunch? We got to go. What's for lunch? Okay, thanks for letting me come in with two minutes left. Okay, here's the lunch menu. Lemon pepper chicken, mashed potatoes, uh, carrots, and chocolate sugar cookies for dessert. Uh, what's the What's the main course? Lemon pepper chicken. Oh, lemon pepper chicken is pretty good. All right, Bob. Say hi to the seniors yeah. uh, for us, uh, Bob. It's not a bad lunch, actually. And for mm. the record, here here's... Uh, Here's Andy Pettit. I do not feel like I'm a Hall of Famer. That's how you get into the Hall of Fame, Joey Smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Andy always knows how to play the media. Huh? Like, yeah. Ah, oh, gee, especially shucks. when the, nah, nah, don't put especially me when in. the guy I came up with was better than me, named uh, you know Roger Clemens, and he's not in yet. Yeah, I know, and everyone's like Roger's a cheater, but Andy's okay. He said he's sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, <laughs> That's he all it. it takes. That's what I'm saying about Manny. <laughs> when you hear Manny, you don't think cheater, like, right away. It's sort of like Big Poppy. It's like, yeah, he did it, but... Eh, you don't hear from Manny because he don't speak English. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, Manny's another one. I don't think Manny could give two craps if he's in the No, he can't. 
really does. You might be the first one to grab a bat. Hey, here's your Hall of Fame, huh? Here's your <laughs> Hall of Fame, guys. Uh, he'll take a leak on the stage. Oh, there's Manny exactly. being Manny. That's it. <laughs> uh, you got a bet for us, Joe, tonight? Uh, yeah, give me uh, nobody but Bowling Green. Everyone but Bowling Green. <laughs> <laughs> Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 at 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. How, how is this all coming together like this? Damn. Betty Davis eyes. December 8th, 1981. That's insane. I, 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 like, short of you telling me that his birthday is like today in 1981, I, I don't like. I still can't get over the fact that the Atlanta Braves lost game seven two years, eight months, and three days after they blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. 
Like, yeah, universe is funny like, like that. How does that work out, Joe? Like, yeah, yeah. you can't t- – like, that, it's not a coincidence. Like, mm-hmm. how can that be that random that the numbers – like, it's sort of like a lottery. It'd be like, yeah, you know, pretty crazy. It was 26, 7, and 3, like, pretty close. But, no, no. Somehow, the Atlanta Braves play game seven, uh, and they, they, they get blown out in epic fashion in a city that's known for choking in epic fashion. Yeah. A 28-3 score. And that happens two years, eight months, three, three, three days. Uh, some, some weird stuff. I can't believe that Philip Rivers was born in 1981. Yeah, December 8th, no less. If we looked up who was born in December, it's probably some craziness too, man. It's just it's absolutely crazy. The numbers all lining up, universe lining up. And, oh, yeah, there's got to be so, the number four somewhere in there for the amount of interceptions he threw as well. You share a uh, – when's your birthday, Joe? What's the date of your birthday? December 16th. Oh, really? December 16th. Yep. All right. All right. Yep. So off the top of your head, you know, like who's who's like a famous, uh, you should know, everyone knows sort of like uh, famous people's birthday on your uh, uh, on your birthday. Do you have someone that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy uh, shares my birthday. I, you know, I knew a stripper that had the same birthday, but she might have just been telling me that. Well, Crystal. So that, uh, yeah, she doesn't yeah. count, Joe. Cinnamon was She's very not famous, famous for a month. She might have been famous with the boys down at the warehouse. Not, not uh, that yeah. famous, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, you know, that's a good question. I don't think, I, uh, I don't think I've ever seen. I'm uh, looking now. Oh, Man, I've never heard of any of these people. There you go. It's all like uh, oh, Luke Harper. I've heard of him, WWE wrestler. <laughs> oh, Beethoven. There you go. Oh, Beethoven? Yes, Bay- Ludwig van Beethoven. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Yep. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not bad to be shamed. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is Be- Beethoven. See, like, I've never heard, like, famous birthdays. Oh, Benjamin Bratt. There you go. Benjamin Bratt. For me, I share a birthday with, uh, like, the only person I can think of is Antonio Banderas. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me, me and Antonio Banderas. But, yeah, that's, that's pretty freaky. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Public hearings in the U.S. House impeachment inquiry into President Trump resuming this morning. A member of the National Security Council claiming that President Trump's July phone call with the